You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Yes, good afternoon everyone. Welcome to the show on a glorious Wednesday afternoon. Kimba and the Roach with you. We are not in Studio Lumo USA. We're on the road today live from Stillwell Ingle Farm Hyundai out here at 187-189 Bridge Road Ingle Farm. Thanks to the generosity of the dealer principal Daniel Monday and the team Aaron Kathagasen, uh, the new car manager. And we'll be having a chat to Sarah Hughes a little bit later as well. Big shout out to Balfour's as well. They've been baking people happy in South Australia since 1853. Let's Welcome the Roach. Party people! Roach, here he is. Roach, here he is. Hey. Roach, shaka Hello, Roachy Roach. Good to be on the road again on such a beautiful day. And it's good to see you looking so well. Not coughing as much. Well, I wouldn't say that. Well, you're not Roach. coughing as much as you were for the previous week and a half. Uh, no, you weren't with you me on the car co- on the way oh, out. Oh, dear. Yes, I went to the dock this morning, though. I'm told if you ran in the 100 metre sprint at the Olympics, you'd be disqualified, though. Uh, yes, I've got a few roids in me at oh, the moment. Oh, dear. Yes, it's that go, serious. Had to go to a stronger medication. Yes, viral bronchitis. Ooh. But uh, we're slowly getting on top of it. All right. I'm sure I've just bored everyone to death there. Looking forward no. to today's show, Richie. People Rich. have been asking me in the street, is he okay? Will he make it through? Possibly well, not well, make dying. It, make it through when? Till well, the end of the year? Or? <laughs> they were wondering if you were actually dying. Uh, well, I did feel like it at times, but we've yeah. all been there. We've all been crook. It just makes you appreciate it when you're healthy, Roots. Exactly. Like so you make are. the most of every day. You're a machine at the moment, you are. Hey, good show coming up. We're going to be busy today, apart from being live out here at Ingle Farm Hyundai. Beautiful setup. I think it's the third, fourth time we've been out here. At least the third, yes. Yeah, they've yes. got a big sale on at the moment. Beautiful vehicles, Roach. Oh, well, not, can I say this quietly here. because we're on yes, the speakers yes, here? Yeah. I'm not sure of the sky blue colours. Is that a new trend, is it? Yeah. They've got some lovely brand new vehicles here and uh, I can't see the model of that. It's obscured from me. It's a smaller car, but it's in a sky blue with sporty black wheels. Not that bad, Kim. Looks all right. It's like the old, uh, the old police cars. Yes. They were the sky blue. That's yes. right, yes. Remember that? Yeah. Yes. All right, man. I'm Not still a... trying to work out, do the red ones go faster? Well, according to Ferrari routes, and that's something <laughs> I will never... Don't mention, don't mention Ferrari at I the will moment. Never oh, dear. That. They're not going too well, Kim. No, no, they're battling a little bit. making bad decisions. I'm sure they're quite financial still, though. Oh, yes. Uh, Talking of things that go fast that are in red, Adelaide United, not so quick this year, but Joe Gauchy, their goalkeeper, will join us at 4 o'clock. The Reds take on Sydney FC on Sunday. Uh, They're the big boys, aren't they? The millionaires. Yeah, the bullies. 
Well, yeah, yeah, because they've got more power, more money, more. They're in the right place to be able to do deals, so to speak. So to speak. Yeah. Uh, you know all about doing deals, Rich. You're one of the great mover and shakers. Oh, now, I just hope United can just just make it click. They're a bit like Port Adelaide's AFLW team. You know, they just keep generating oh, a lot, but no, don't finish. No, no, no. Well, I think they don't finish. Yeah, well, I know where you're going there, but I think that's a bit unkind to Adelaide United at the moment. That's being I'm respectful. I'm talking about, talking about forward movement. That's mm. all I'm talking about. But that's Create a problem. a lot of opportunities, don't score. It's a problem in the AFLW, the ability or the capacity no, to score. No, you're misreading score. the point about energy to create... Inefficiency to score. All right, I thought you were going to say they're finishing third bottom this year. That would have no, been No, I'm harsh. talking about the way in which they actually do have this high-energy game that isn't delivering a result. They're maybe not I'll getting c- reward for effort. Maybe I'm coming good and just being a bit mischievous then. Ooh. At 4.15, we're going to chat to just It's a name that's not familiar to a lot of people. That's because she's Adelaide Lightning's newest recruit. Their season gets underway in a couple of weeks, Rich. Uh, interesting story. I think uh, Jacinda is oh, 34, I think. Okay. I don't want to do her a disservice. She's certainly been a for a while, but an American that's been playing in the French League, so I look forward to having a chat to her, been playing in the Euro Cup. They've got about three or four new recruits to go to that yeah. next level, yeah. and we know that it's been a battle for the Lightning, mm. off-court more yeah. than on-court, exactly. so looking forward to chatting to her. Matt Randall at 4.35, the list guru. Yeah, well, we need to ask Matt about these 109... Not all 109 would be discussed by list managers at the moment, recruiting managers, but 109 delisted players. Someone's going to be looking for a second or third chance and someone's going to get it. Well, I I think it's just interesting to get his opinion because obviously we all vary, we all watch the same thing, but we see it through a different lens. Far be it for me to bring up Matt Crouch again, but uh, well, he said that he wouldn't go to... No other club would yeah. take him. He ended up being right. Yeah. I think... He could fit into a numerous clubs. Well, it's not going to happen. He's going to be at Adelaide. So but how does he feel about Nakai? No, not Nakai Cockatoo. Quinton Narkle. Uh, Quinton Narkle. Well, this is, this is the point, is that some of these players have been squeezed out because of having excess of a certain style of play. Well, mm. Like we heard from uh, from Jared Leanett yesterday, St Kilda has a defender ready to come back off the injury list. He falls yep. off. Now, that doesn't mean Jared Leanett's finished. It just means the opportunity's run out at St Kilda. There'll be a heap of those sort of players have been squeezed off a list because of either they've traded in newer players for those roles. And so these delisted players are looking for another chance. And, and, coaches, and some of them will get it. Coaches go in a different direction. Their mindset changes. I look at Tom Mitchell and I, I just think that's going to be the recruiter. He's going to be the recruiter of the year. I don't know how okay. Matt feels about that. Okay. He's got a three-year deal. He's only 28, yeah. Rich. Yeah. And you get all the experts and the smarties out there saying, oh, he gets a lot of it, doesn't do anything with it. Well, you yeah. don't win a brown low if that's the case. Yeah, and good point. You, you, when good you're point. winning football in a good side, a winning side, you're viewed very, very differently. Just like Matt Crouch is not viewed as favourably now because Adelaide's been a losing um, yes. program yeah. at the yeah. moment, or yeah. team, for the yeah. use of a better word. So let's go through two names that affect us locally being squeezed out because of either excess in that role or new stars in that role. So Geelong, we know had Tyson Stankel, who just lit it up, All-Australian. First time ever, Geelong's had three players who've kicked 50 goals or more in that attack. And there's a young lad, Francis Evans, who was outside the Victorian amateurs, put on the Geelong list, had a few opportunities, but he's been squeezed out. There's no opportunity for him. Does Port Adelaide persist with him because of their need for small forwards now that they've got Junior Rioli and hoping for Arts Fantasia and they've 
recontracted Jed McEntee. That'll be an interesting one. And the other one. they've got their iron in the drive. Correct. Not and that the they've other got one. very high picks, Rooch. So we know, early. yes, James Rowe squeezed out of Adelaide because they've now got Rankin and they've got Rochelle and they've got a fair bit that's moving into that territory that was once his. Where does he go next? Uh, would you take him at Alberton? I, I say that Ooh, seriously. That's uh, an uh, interesting question. You know you're not paying anything for him. That's an he interesting question. If you've got the question mark over Orazio. You know he can kick goals. It'd be good for the radio content, wouldn't oh, it? Well, it? It would be. <laughs> but in all fairness, he is going to be a better player next year than what he was this year. Isn't oh, Kim, you're you setting such images. I'm trying to now think how the father-son dinners go there. How would that play out. They were, this, is, this is like Graham Corns, Kane and Chad all over again. You've set here an image that, wow. This is, this is a bit to comprehend. Look, it, I'm not sure how many they're adding to their list. Yeah, that's a good question. But it wouldn't be unreasonable. You're not relocating someone if you're trying to add a little bit of depth. And it might, it, it might be like Jared Lena. Now, he came in because Coffee went out with a knee reconstruction. Now, yep. maybe he's just there as insurance. You've got a small forward, he's Did there as insurance. But maybe yep. Jackson Mead's your small forward. I see him being more in the midfield, midfield eventually. Yeah. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Like look, McEntee, I, don't, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's not that silly. left field. No, not silly. If there's no one in the draft a small forward, and given that they, don't, they won't be coming into the draft until uh, late... Yeah, was it 20, sorry, 30 and something, 30 yeah. and, and 60, yeah. That's, I don't think it's unrealistic. And even the rookie draft, Kim. Yeah. You're talking about... Can I use the term bargain basement approach? That one works. Mm. Well, you can. Oh, be... I would just imagine there's some people falling off their chairs just no, thinking I'll... about the side shows that come with it, though. I'm not uh, doing it to be. Uh, no, 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 no. I, but... I, I'm being genuine. No, like, I get he, what he has point, a skill set. But you can't ignore the side show that comes with it. Oh, definitely. <laughs> now, uh, a few texts coming through saying we're being punctuated with a buzzy and fuzzy noises. We apologise for oh, that. We'll dear. get uh, Bumfluff Benny onto that. Do you want me to go on the roof studio. and move the antenna again? Um. Yeah, so a couple of texts coming on yeah. about that. So apologies. Um, we, we are hearing each other loud and clear Very at the moment. So. Um, another text coming through from Matt in Brizzy. Jared Leonard as support key back Crows. Matt in Brizzy. We touched on this yesterday. I don't think that's ridiculous either. No, that's not ridiculous. So if Jordan Butts was to go down... Yep. Yep. Or another tall defender, you, you pay very little and you know that they can get the job done. Mm. Um, so anyway, we'll talk to Matt Randall about that. There's a stack of names. If there's a player that you want to throw up, send us a text and we'll present that question to Matt How as you, well uh, on 1300 736 736. Matt will be joining us around 4.35. Before we get to that though, Roach, uh, Chad Sayers will be joining oh, us. No. I was going to say live from the Adelaide Oval. I doubt he'll be sitting around doing nothing. Because no. it's, it's all over, isn't it? Yes, Tasmania won by seven wickets. Yeah, uh, yeah that's not a great start. So by the that's the show coming loss. up, Roach. Uh, what have you got? How do you feel about when sports used for social agendas? So that's brought itself up in the past 24 hours. We've got athletes, former athletes, hitting up clubs, cricket associations that can't accept any more sponsorship from fossil fuel companies. Mm. Uh, we saw the protests at Adelaide Oval during the women's showdown because of Port Adelaide's association with Santos. Mm. How do you feel about sport and social agendas being combined? I mean, we, we used to talk about don't mix sport and politics, but that's never, ever been mutually exclusive stuff. Mm. We, we've seen how politics and sport have intertwined for a long time. But 
So Sports are a powerful way of starting conversations in public and in society. But so then we're we get, talking about the cricketers and we're talking about the netballers at the moment. So we're and Fremantle about, as well. Yeah. Fremantle's been hit today with um, a pretty strong petition by a fair group there saying that uh, the gas company that sponsors Fremantle, that that sponsorship should be wiped out. I don't have the answer on this. I'm all for free speech. Yep. Uh, now, Pat Cummins might be jeopardising hundreds of millions he of dollars. He could be, yeah. Well, it be, he probably is. Just the same as in the netball situation, because they don't. Uh, there's one particular player that doesn't think that uh, uh, her mining pursuits and uh, her respect shown to Aboriginal land, yes, etc., etc., is what it should be, and they're trying to support her as a member of the Australian team, the other girls. Um, it gets down to where you sit contractually. What about the broader picture? Do you like it when sports are used in that way to to push social? Well, every, every, everyone has a voice now, yeah. and whether it's done through mainstream media or not, people have their own social media platforms where they can get on and espouse their views. So if you were sitting on want, a board, but I, I'm just saying, if 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 you want to get paid the big bucks. Yep. You sign a contract, you want to play in the Australian team, well, maybe you, you have to say, right, I do it, so we, we but I won't do any promotional stuff for Yeah, it. I get you, yep. And we know we have individual athletes who will not carry advertising logos for mm. alcohol sponsorship because of their yep. we see religious players, beliefs. Well, that's players fair being enough. interviewed now and they get rid of the Gatorade or the Coca-Cola yeah, bottles. exactly. They turn them around. Like, it's a political one, Roach. You've brought it up. You've got all serious on me. Hey, uh, just oh, on it's, a, it's one that's on the agenda, though. It's let's ma- let's have management look after that one. Well, that's where, if you were sitting on a board and you know there are certain sponsorships you cannot touch, how do you go through that conversation now? Well, look, I don't you know need if I'm, money, t- know if I'm turning a blind eye to yeah. it. And until it affects what I watch, then it's not my problem. Okay. Well, I think you'll find it might bore a lot of people and there'll be people that feel strongly about it. Well, there are a lot say, of people oh, feel strongly. Good on you, Pat. You yeah. stand up for what you want. Yeah. Okay, well, they might say in the end, well, look, we appreciate your views, but if you want to play for the side, you can't. Yeah, good point. Because they're our sponsors. And on a lighter note, though, even though it's still very, very big business, uh, the Geelong Cup has just been run and won. Now, it's a lead-up to the Melbourne that Cup. That gives you a guaranteed place, doesn't it? Is Look it still that way? Yes, it yeah. is. Gives you a guaranteed uh, start in the Melbourne Cup. And yeah. uh, uh, 20 to 1 pop, or 19 to 1. Uh, a missy, a missary, a missary. E-M-I-S-S-A-R-Y. Uh, Michael Maroney. Emissary. He, he's a emissary. Yeah. Uh, he's a wonderful trainer, former New Zealander, ridden by Blake Shin, has got up at big odds, defeating Shawfire, which was the favourite, ridden by James McDonald. And Macram, uh, a Ben and JD Hayes trained horse, came in third place. So if you've had a dabble there or if you're following what to back in the Melbourne Cup, I would imagine that that horse has just shortened a little bit mm-hmm. now. Well, that's a good one for the owners, isn't it? That's a big moment for them. Oh, too right it yeah. is. Winning any race is a big moment. All right, we need to go to a break. We'll check that we haven't got that buzzing noise there. Yeah. Uh, here we go. We've got a few comments on the Redbacks, Roach. We're going to hold I'm not fire. surprised. They've had a draw and a loss. Yes. Uh, now Mario, he's fired up. If I can open that up. Here we go. The Redbacks are changing their names to the Brickbats because they always manage to sink to the bottom. Uh, well, it's hard to argue with that, isn't it? 
Well, we've got no results to argue against that theme. All righty. We're going to go to a break, Roach. We'll check out uh, if we're on top of these technical problems. Hopefully they're all fixed. We sound A-OK here. Yes. Not talking about ourselves, but technically, Roach. We'll go to a break. We're live and interactive. You can send us a text on 0427-154-166. Well, the open line is 1-300-736-736. Joe Gauchy from Adelaide United coming up after 4 p.m. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. 3.54 on a beautiful Wednesday afternoon. We're on the road. We are live from Stillwell Ingle Farm, Hyundai, 187 to 189. Bridge Road, Ingle Farm, thanks to the generosity and the hospitality of Daniel Mundy. Uh, Daniel's off crook today. He's the dealer principal, but we're going to have a chat to Sarah Hughes a little bit later good. about the wonderful dealership here. A stack of texts coming through. Rude, cheers one. This is Chopsy from Cheltenham. Who would win a 100-metre race between Tom Mitchell, Matt Crouch and Michelangelo Rucci? Well, boom, boom. I can tell you the Rooch would be the bronze medalist there without a doubt. Well, do I dare mention Greg Williams again? Sometimes speed's not about your leg speed, but your mind and the way in which you move the ball. Speed and stamina, that's what you need for to win a Melbourne Cup. Now, yes. by popular demand, we do have the last 250 metres of the Geelong Cup. The winner gets automatic entry into the Melbourne Cup. It was run and won just over 20 minutes ago. Let's have a listen to the last 250 metres. Led by a length and a half to Grove Ferry, Chabau, then Surefire to the outside, Emissary running on, Lunces, and Interpretation back to the inside at the 200 metres, a few hopes, Midnight Blue, Grove Ferry, Surefire, Emissary the outside, Emissary takes Surefire, 50 to go, Emissary from Surefire, Emissary, Emissary one at three quarters, Surefire, a photo third. There you go. So that's the running of the Geelong Cup and Emissary got up at $19 and that was a wonderful call by Matt Hill who is one of the best in the business. Now, Rooch, you got all political on me talking about sponsorships and the pushback now from players and do they have too much to say Mm -hmm. or is it fair enough? We've got a text here that's come through. Arvo boys, the athletes can't have their cake and eat it too. The sponsor dollars pay their huge wages yet none come out to say... No, we'll take a pay cut to reduce ticketing costs. They just want, 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 want. And that's from our good friend Lockie. That's a great point. So at what point do we get Pat Cummins and crew go to their sporting organisations and say, I understand that if you follow our social agenda, it will cost you a uh, balance sheet, so we're prepared to take a pay cut. When are we going to have one of those athletes emerge? I don't think that's going to happen, Rooch. It's sort of not the way society works. Uh, There might be some out there that do it. A lot of the Geelong footballers do it. Uh, Here's another text. Now, this was talking about Jimmy Rowe. Now, I threw it out there being serious, whether it would be an opportunity at Port Adelaide as a backup plan for um, Willy Rioli and for Horatio Fantasia. Uh, Now, this text says, does... Port really need a third small forward who isn't dedicated to being the best athlete they can be. What's now, that mean? I, I don't know. That's harsh. Uh, can't have all of Fantasia, Rioli and Rowe raiding the fridge at all hours of the day. Oh, that's, that's no, no, right. no. That's no. not right. Don't, don't, that's not Mario either. Don't agree with that at all. Um, Arazio, gee, he's an absolute whippet. He's just got soft tissue injuries. Willie needs to get fitter. And Jimmy Rowe uh, really put in a big uh, summer. He had a fair dinkum crap. Yes, he did. Um, all right. 
uh, a few people saying they backed the wrong horse. Well, you're not the first person to do that, <laughs> are you? Hey, Roots, uh, can yeah. we hear from an old friend of ours before we go to a break? Benny Hart. What a journeyman he has been in coaching Collingwood, Adelaide, now GWS. Yeah, and let's not forget his uh, career at SEN when he was on with Kano. Yes. In the early yes. days of SEN. And early at Adelaide as well on the coaching panel there. He's had yeah. quite, a, quite a story since uh, he stopped playing. He was on with Jared Waitley. He's a ripping bloke, Ben Hart, and he was talking about how the role came up at GWS. Yeah, so I was about to go through a, uh, I guess, a strategic planning day with the Bullants, uh, on a weekend, a few weekends ago, and I had a phone call from Jason McCartney, who I, I know clearly through playing days, etc. And um, we just got talking, and then um, by the end of the conversation, it was kind of, is there any interest in thinking about coming up to GWS? And, of course, I was happy to, to engage and, and have a meeting with, with uh, Adam, and we sat down and had a good chat for a while and over a couple of coffees, and I think there's, a, you know, there's an alignment of philosophies there, which is great, but also some point of difference which we can bounce off each other so um, it happened reasonably quickly um, you know within a week potentially and and then we have to make the decision to go up so um, yeah pretty exciting Good choice this one because Adam Kingsley will appreciate a coach who's not there just to say yes and Ben Hart does speak his mind and it's exactly what you want from an assistant oh, exactly. coach. Exactly you need two way conversations. Yes, uh, Louis just sent through a message thanks for that Louis just in regards to that uh, humming noise. Gone? No not yet oh. Oh, well, I'm not sure because we sound okay here but we do okay. have people onto it it's been a problem throughout the day apparently. Um, just a couple of other texts that are coming through. A port going to sign Francis Evans, question yep. mark. 109 players have been delisted since then, and I reckon about half of them are better footballers. Wouldn't Oh, it's disappeared on me. Hang on. Uh, wouldn't mind to throw up the stumps with Narkel. Yeah, Narkel will get a chance. Well, we'll ask Matty Rendell, but uh, I, I like it, Narkel. And Sydney Stack. Sydney Stack's very interesting because there's a talent there and it's just a matter of putting it in the right program and making sure that he's realigned in his focus. You say the right program. What's the right program. What's wrong with Richmond's program? But sometimes it's personalities. Didn't it? Who went wrong? Yeah, interesting one. So we'll hear from Matty Rendell. experience wasn't a good one. We'll bring that. That's from Louis as well, that one. Um, Yeah, look, I wouldn't be unhappy if uh, Narkel walked into the Adelaide Football Club or Port Adelaide Football Club. Yeah. But it's just where you are with your recruiting. Uh, it's four and o'clock. And what commitments you might have made elsewhere too. Yeah, exactly. That's the other bit of it. Uh, you can have your say. We're live and interactive. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. We're at Ingle Farm, Hyundai, 187 to 189 Bridge Road, Ingle Farm. You're looking to buy a car, in particular a Hyundai, pop down and say get a. It's a beautiful day to buy a new car. Coming up after the news, Joe Gauchi, Adelaide United goalkeeper. Just after four o'clock, Kimba on the Roots with you. Thanks to Balfour's, no matter your club's colours. Balfour's are for the game. We are live from Stillwell Ingle Farm Hyundai, who are at 187 to 189 Bridge Road Ingle Farm. If you're looking for a Hyundai, have a look at the Tucson Turbo Diesel in stock now. Well, Adelaide United, they need to turbo diesel themselves, Roots. They're yet to get a victory this year. Well, they know how to create chances. They just don't know how to score correctly, Kim. Yeah, well, they take on Sydney FC at Allianz Stadium Sunday afternoon. Let's get it from the horse's mouth. Adelaide United goalkeeper Joe Gauchi. Hello, Joey. Hey, guys. How are you? Not bad. How you assess the first two weeks? Uh, a tough start. I think it's not, not ideal. Obviously, you want to start the season with a, with a couple of wins. Um, but it's nothing we're not used to. I, I think the last two years we've started a bit slower um, and we always finish hot. So 
I think we can definitely take the positives out of the first two weeks, um, which we have. We've you know reviewed the games and and looked at yes, where we've gone wrong, but you know the the great like you said opportunities we are creating. Um, we can take the positives from that and uh, looking to to get three points this weekend against Sydney. Well, Joe, you're definitely hot in terms of dominating the opposition for shots on goal, for creating those opportunities. But regardless of how many times you're putting the ball into the net, three times against uh, MacArthur, but they didn't count, it's not easy to score at the moment. So have have you reviewed that? I mean, you can't question that you're able to create goal-scoring chances, but why aren't they being finished? Um, yeah, you're right. I think in the, over the two games we've crossed the ball, I think around 40 times, over 40 times in two games, yeah. which is which is ridiculous. So for us, I think it just comes down to decision-making and, and possibly crossing the ball at the right time into the right areas when we have numbers there. Um, I think that comes down to the cohesion with the the attacking, you know, four or five that are, that are going forward. Um, you know, I thought Goody looked dangerous in the mm. in the sort of 60 to 70 minutes that he played on the weekend and put in some really good balls and, and that sort of cohesion amongst that front three, I suppose, is only going to build. Um, having Hiroshi back, you know, I think adds a, a massive threat and, you know, watching the game, you would have seen the the dominance that he has in the air. So I think we can see that it's it's coming and it just has to come down to that. That final pass is really is yeah. all that's lacking. You mentioned Craig Goodwin. Will we get 90 minutes out of him this week? Hopefully, hopefully. Um, you know, I think his body's improving from, from week to week. The more minutes that he's able to play and the more trainings that he's able to get under his belt, um, you know, it can only be beneficial for him. So, you know, for him to have a good part, you know, a good a good player over the weekend, um, I think it was, you know, really beneficial for, for himself, but as well as the team. So, Joe, when they cut up the tape and review it all to have a look at those last, as you say, those last passes, is it... Is it about being wrong position, wrong speed, or just wrong decision in the end? Um, I don't think we can nail it onto one thing. It's probably a combination of those things, um, you know. And, and not every moment is the you know exact same throughout yeah, the game. Yeah. So, in one instance, it might be you know the wrong ball at the at the you know the wrong time. Maybe we don't have as many numbers in the box as we would have liked, and and yeah. maybe you know we do have numbers in there, but we're playing the ball maybe too close to the to the goalkeeper and, and, and he's cutting it out. So I think it's just, just comes down to, you know, execution um, in those, in those areas. Um, and like I said, you know, we're getting the ball in, in, in great areas and that, that can only, you know, we can only build on, on these performances. Um, like I said, crossing the ball 40 times in, yeah. in two games. I don't think, you know, we've had that sort of dominance over the opposition in a, in a long time. So mm. I think, you know, having, having that dominance, having a lot of possession, is great, um, but now it's just come down to can we be clinical in front of goal? We all know about Adelaide United's rivalry with Melbourne Victory. What's it like playing the Millionaires of Sydney? Um, <laughs> I really enjoy it. Um, you know, you always, as a you know, as a fan, I've always enjoyed. You know, we we're always sort of the underdog Adelaide. Yeah, um, we always kind of get forgotten about in the league um, and get forgotten about with these these bigger clubs, your Sydney's victories. You know, Melbourne City as of late. Um, you know, Western Sydney, even though they haven't been in the finals the last couple of years, they've got, you know, they always seem to have big players and, mm. and we tend to get forgotten about. So coming up against the big boys, I suppose, is is always really great and always sort of being the underdogs. I think all the boys, we really enjoy that. Um, and to go there and play in the new, the new, new Allianz, um, it looks amazing. So, and I'm sure they'll, 
they'll draw a great crowd because oh, they've yeah. had a, a you know a, a nice start to the season. So it's going to be a, a, a tough game against you know an improved Sydney from last year. But I think these are the games where we really thrive. Joey, you're an Adelaide boy. You're only 22 years old. Are you living the dream playing for the Reds? That was always the aspiration. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, I don't really get to think about it too much, but when you put it like that, I suppose I am. Just, um, you know, I grew up watching Eugene and, mm. you know, coming to the coming to Coopers and coming early so I could watch him warm up um, because, you know, in a game, you, us keepers, we, we, we like to not have too many touches. So, there's you know, there's plenty of games where you wouldn't touch the ball. I'd love to come early and watch him warm up so I could see him in action. And, you know, now he's sort of guiding me, or he is guiding me um, every week and in training and, and in these games, which, you know, it's uh, it's a pretty... Pretty crazy experience, um, but at the same time, I can't be too, I guess, starstruck. You know, now I'm in there and I have to do the business because we have great competition, and if I'm not, then, then somebody else will. I'm just having a look at your early days, 2017 and 18. You played for West Torrens Bacala. You may have played with my nephew. I don't know if you crossed paths or not, Tommy Dittmar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this was there when, when I sort of came into the first team at, at 16 years old, so, yeah. Uh, that shows how small Adelaide is, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> how did he go, just between you and me? <laughs> no, he, no, he was good. He made my job a lot easier. So, <laughs> no, he's uh, he's a legend. Yeah, he played all his junior footy there at, at Burks. Uh, how's Carl Viet's demeanour? I'm sure he's got a bit of experience under his belt, but we touched on the start, not what he wanted. It's certainly not a plan to start slow, though. No, it's never a plan to start slow. Um but at the same time, he's he's like our, um, like the players. He can see the positives. He can see that we're getting in the right areas, um, and can also see that we're creating chances. So I think it's like all of us. We can only be optimistic um, and can only really be excited for for what's to come. Because I think once we get those final passes and and get that execution, um, we're going to be hard to beat. Well, Joey, always great to chat with you. It's a big game. It gets underway Sunday afternoon, 2.30 Adelaide time. It's played at Allianz Stadium against Sydney FC. Always a big game, as you mentioned. We wish you all the very best. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thanks for your time. It's our pleasure. Joe Gauchi, uh, a very level-headed young man, 22 years of age. This could be an epic, this one. Is it a level playing field? No, it isn't, but... Like Joe said, it becomes motivating for a team such as Adelaide United that looks at a Sydney football club that's able to get the marquee players, play with the bigger uh, bigger brown paper bags, can we put it that way? Yep. Yes, and then we say, can. And then say, well, yeah, this is a challenge that we'd like to live up to. So, All right. Because that's the beauty of the world game, and that's what we talk about cup well, games. I don't about. see any beauty in it. I think it's farcical, the Scottish league over there. Only two sides can win it, Rooch. It's a joke. Two great teams as well. Well, one of them. It's, ridi- one of them. it's ridiculous. It's no. free right. market football, I know, I know I'm not a soccer head. It's farcical. It's free Did market have a competition football. that only two sides ever win it? I've uh, got a big show coming up, Rooch. We're live from Stillwell, Ingle Farm, Hyundai at 187 to 189 Bridge Road, Ingle Farm. Pop in and say g'day. Or more importantly, purchase a Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel. They are in stock now. Big show coming up. We're going to have a chat to Jacinta Munro. You may say who? Boom recruit for Adelaide Lightning. Mm. Their season gets underway in two weeks. Uh, an American that's been playing in France. Matty Rendell, the list guru, is going to tell us who'll get another chance out of all the delisted players. And Chad Sayers will talk about... Oh, no. No, uh, no, 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 no. Yes, no, the, no, no, the no, Redbacks. No. Oh, no, no. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. 
You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 4.16 on a beautiful Wednesday afternoon. The Run Home, thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. We're on the road. We're not in the studio. We're out at Stillwall Ingle Farm Hyundai, 187 to 189 Bridge Road, Ingle Farm. You're looking for a new car, pop out and uh, have a look down here in the showroom. They've got some ripping bargains happening at the moment. Hey, the uh, Adelaide Lightning season gets underway fairly shortly, Roach. They've been fairly active in the off-season. Five new recruits. Looking forward to having a chat to our next guest, who has uh, travelled the world due to her skill set. So an American that's currently been playing in France, now part of Adelaide... uh, Adelaide Lightning, I should say. Jacinda Munro joins us. Hello, Jacinda. Great afternoon. Hey, welcome to Adelaide. How long have you been here? Uh, roughly three weeks. Okay. Tell us about your story. We're having a look at it. And, uh, gee, you've played a bit of basketball, haven't you? 34 years of age. Uh, back in 2010, you were playing with the Washington Mystics. Uh, where has basketball taken you? Oh, man, basketball is taking me everywhere. Um, Like you said, I'm 34. I've been playing. This is year 13 for me. Um, I've played in pretty much every continent except Antarctica. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Just to shorten things up. (laughs) Well, I I know you haven't played here yet, but uh, where has it been the most enjoyable? Um, I can't get enough of France. Um, I enjoyed my time in Russia four years ago, um, okay. but France, I'll say, is, um, is, is my favorite place I've been so far. I had a short stint in Brisbane um, uh, about five years ago, six years ago, um, but I didn't play any official games, but I did, uh, I did enjoy Brisbane as well. So how do you get to Adelaide, Jacinta? Mm. How does that experience unfold? Well, it was a 20-hour uh, flight, basically. Um, <laughs> yes. But no, uh, this past summer I was uh, working out training, um, just trying to figure out um, where I wanted to play, where I wanted to be, and what um, what fit my, my desire and my skill set. Um, and I feel like Australia and the WNBL um, is, is, is a place that I can excel. And um, so, my agent got in contact with the Lightning and everything worked okay. out and everyone's been amazing. Perfect. So Perfect. there was no connection to the Lightning at all? Uh, no, not no. previously. Were there other options at all just into, in, in terms of Australia or was it always going to be the Adelaide Lightning? Um, my agent just came to me with, with the, the best, um, circumstance. And so I, I think he might've been talking to other teams. I'm not sure. He doesn't divulge all those details, but he told me that he thought Adelaide was uh, the best place. Okay. And, and how long have you been in South Australia now? And have you seen much of South Australia? I've been here for about three weeks now and I've seen... A bit of it. I know there's there's a lot um, to take in, uh, but I've been to Simapore Beach. Uh, I've been mm-hmm. to uh, a few of the fish markets because I love seafood, um, and uh, the weather's the weather's getting better. 
so Isn't I walk yes, around town some, a lot. We've, we've had some weird weather. Well, hopefully you'll get time to relax <laughs> as well and get into the Adelaide Hills or to the Barossa if you like the winery or down McLaren Vale as well. Uh, Adelaide Lightning mm-hmm. have a new coach. Uh, she was appointed in late May, Nat Hurst. Uh, she has a storied career. She's a seven-time championship WNBL player, played for the Opals as well. How have you found Nat so far? Nat is amazing. Um, she's one of a kind. She's she knows how to get the best out of us um, on a day to day basis. But she doesn't baby us. She doesn't coddle us. She treats us as professionals. Um, and it's it's just a great work environment because she's so knowledgeable of the sport. Um, no matter the position, um, she's a guard, but she knows um, where each player should be and 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 how to get the best out of each position. So it's been great working with her. Good point that Kim makes. It's a new group, five new recruits. How much time have you had all together to mm. be able to start connecting and forming some bonds? Um, well, for me, about three weeks yeah. <laughs> um, since I've been here. Um, so, and everybody's so easy to get along with. Everybody's great. Good. Um, Good. Helping, helping one another get acclimated and understand the plays and the system. So it's been fun, honestly. Jacinda, how different, you talk about getting to know the plays, how different are the set plays and the programs from club to club or country to country? Uh, I'll say for me, this this system that I'm currently in, I've it's been a long time since I felt so free to mm. um, display my, my true skill set. Um, from country to country, you usually get put into a system and um, you can you can excel within the plays um, uh, that are given to you. But here, I feel like we, we have a foundation um, on the court, but at the same time, we're allowed to let our game um, dictate uh, how we score, or, or just just let our just let ourselves just play free, and and that's mm. been that's been a load off. Jacinda, one of the interesting quotes from the press release when the Lightning announced your arrival was it says that your on and off the court presence will push our group in the right direction. What are they asking of you off the court? Um, just to be a, a, a good teammate. It's it's nothing they're really pushing me to do or, or forcing me to do or anything like that. But um, just to be a veteran voice um, and uh, a, a leader um, with my experience that I've had playing so many places, um, just to pour into the the younger players that way and just be just be a, a role model, so to speak, or an example. Um, of leadership. Uh, Jacinda, what's it like being a pro basketballer and going from all over the world, country to country? What what do you leave behind and have you travelled with someone over here? Uh, no, I, I, I'm a lone traveller. <laughs> yeah. uh, Is that I, daunting at all, coming to a different country and not knowing anyone? Um, when I was younger, it was a bit harder. Um, but my personality type, I can, I can adjust fairly quickly to whatever environment I'm in. Um, so it's, it, it's not so hard anymore and I actually enjoy it. Uh, 
but I, I forge a lot of good relationships. Every country I'm in, I still talk to people that I've met like seven years ago from different countries. And it's, it's fun to, to, to um, immerse yourself in different cultures and understand people and understand um, the inner working, the things outside of America. So I really enjoy that. Well, we are going to immerse ourselves in watching you play this year. We can't wait for the season to get underway. The Lightning take on Southside Flyers. That's November the 5th, and the first home game isn't until November the 19th when we'll be hosting Sydney. Hopefully we can get you in the studio and meet you in person at some stage. It's great to have you at the Lightning and great to have you in South Australia. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, and I look forward to meeting you guys in person. We'll Thank make you. it happen. Good on you, Jacinta. What a lifestyle. What, what, that's, that's the difference with Aussie rules, isn't it, where you can't get to do that. You can go around the nation. Dare I say it? Dare I say it? And then we wonder about the homesick factor. Uh, sometimes you can see, well, see what people know that, say. We know that bit. gets played way too often. Yeah. Uh, see the world, but there is a cost that comes with it because well, you then is. disconnect with family and friends. But yeah, yeah there's well, plus and everything, isn't there? Yeah. There's FaceTime, yep. Rich. We need to go to a break. Uh, oh, do you think you've caused some stir? Oh, have I really? Oh, Regarding oh, Jimmy Rowe? Oh, Kim. It's blown up. Kim, All right, we've got a few Kim, texts. I don't know if you've done this deliberately to divide no, the you know, poor you know, family. You know I haven't. I was being serious about it. I don't get involved in that type of rubbish, Rich. 4.25. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rich. Nearly 4.31, so running a tad late for the 4.30 news. Interesting chat to Jacinta Munro. I, I really enjoy the WNBL. I've often said yep. it before. I remember asking Andrew Gaze. He understood where I was coming from. I find it more enjoyable to watch than the men's. Oh, okay. Well, it's okay. just, you know, people huh? that are... Well, the NBA, people that are right. 7 foot 20 just placing the ball in the net, Rooch. Yes. You know where I'm coming from, Reachy Reach, Rooch? I do. We've talked um, about um, second, third, many comebacks and chances. How's this? Jesse White coming back to Sanford footy at North Adelaide after really? being at Broadview this year. He's played amateurs, so to speak, that amateur in inverted He commas. was in a big con- uh, controversy as well where he challenged a report That's so he right. could play finals. Yeah. So Sydney, Collingwood, been at Glenelg, Broadview, North Adelaide. There you are. Well, well done, Jacob Surgeon. He's still yep. got a little bit of footy left. Hey, we talked about Jimmy Rowe. We've got to go to the news. We'll ask uh, Matt Rendell about it. I know Twitter's gone crazy. I said it being serious as well, depending on what Port need. They don't have a lot of draft selections. What have they got? Pick 30 and 60. And 60. Would you, look at, would you look at him for a backup small forward? It was a serious oh, comment. We've plus, got, they've got rookie picks as well. Yeah, yep. we've got comments like this one, and this is uh, tongue in cheek from Louis, but he says, uh, I'd sign Jimmy up just to see how Stephen reacts to it. <laughs> then I'd delist Jimmy <laughs> to also see how he reacts to it. Both scenarios will be hilarious to watch unfold. <laughs> uh, I know there's a lot of that on Twitter as well, but there's some people saying that they would have a look. We'll ask Matt Rendell. Uh, 4.30 <laughs> News, the big fella up next. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.